Hey guys, it's Anthony. Just wanted to tell you about our friends real quick at Baseballism. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit Baseballism.com and use coupon code AASports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand. Welcome to the ANA Podcast. Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashby. Hello and welcome to the ANA Sports Show. I am Anthony. As always, Captain Redbeard coming at you live from the 210. Okay. Well, I guess pre-recorded from the 210. Never heard him say that before? Oh, dude, <laughs> I've been Captain Redbeard. I've been... Uh, I didn't know I've heard Captain Redbeard. Sunblock 2 Millie. Alex, for anybody that doesn't know, and I'm Kevin. Alex is my... The friend. Casper in the middle. Shit, dude. <laughs> I think I might be Casper, honestly. If I take my shirt off, you can see my organs. No. You, <laughs> you don't know. You haven't seen me with my shirt off. It's I don't want it terrible. Shirt off. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really good for anatomy class, though. We're, not that, kind of, we're not that kind of show, and most of these people are listening on radio, yeah, well, so they should <laughs> be. Before we listen, before we lose any more listeners, <laughs> let's move on. I don't know. That might gain some curiosity. Maybe. Can but you really see his organs? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys? Really? Thank you for sticking Is that around really with a us. Thing? Uh, I know we missed last week. We had some Alex educating himself, and I was going through a move, and Anthony was doing his. Thing so, but thing. we're back, so we're glad that y'all are listening to us, dude. So. Wedding planning is no joke, dude. Honestly. Yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah, I've been no there. No joke. Dude, I've I can been barely there. plan uh-uh. my meals in a day. Like I don't know what I'm gonna do about planning a wedding, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna give it to somebody else. Here you go, baby. You take care. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm just kind of showing up and doing my. I'm just yeah, kind of showing up and like just yeah, being like support. That. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, I like that, that. Looks like a thing. I don't like that. <laughs> Is that necessary? It's not necessary, right? right. I'm just that's my yeah, thing. Yeah. You know? The like, biggest motivation to stay married is to not have to plan another wedding. Right. <laughs> 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 All right, let's jump into some highlights, boys. All righty. Uh, number one, I think it's pretty interesting. Pat's extended Tom Brady's contract. Gets a new contract. He's going to get 23 million in 2019. Good move by the Patriots. I'd like to think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what else? Are You're they not paying do? your quarterback years? thirty, forty million dollars a know, year. He's the sixth now, the sixth highest paid quarterback in the league in two years. It looked like a two year extension. Two years, dude. Yeah, that's dude. So yeah, that's it. Seems worth it to me. Tom Brady's gonna be your your guy unless he goes down. Yeah, I mean, unless he stops playing. Facts. Yeah, right. honestly, just so. Anyway, what else we got? A Louisiana judge ordered uh, Roger Goodell and the three officials from the January NFC title game to testify over the infamous no-call pass interference in court. Louisiana, this big, is mad. stupid, man. This, this is, is stupid. Big, it's big, I mean, seriously, like, what can you do at that point? They big, mad. Like, well, I think their whole argument is that how much revenue did the state lose for the opportunity to go to the playoffs? And the state always, I mean, this, every state needs more money. So I think they're 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 going at it as a as a point of view from a revenue issue. Yeah, they're seeking like seventy grand, seventy five grand in damages. But yeah. I mean, like seriously, oh, it's gotta be more than that. Just seventy five? That's what I read somewhere. It's gotta be more than that. They would. How much money do you? What's the bonus for making it to the Super Bowl? Isn't it like in well, the, a lot more than that? And yeah, I stupid. I don't know. And plus, winning the Super Bowl after that? Because didn't Sean Payton put like, like a six, Super Bowl ring and like two hundred and thirty like thousand dollars in a glass case or something yeah. like that? I'm pretty sure it's like six figures per player. Yeah, yeah. to make it to the bonus. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, and then not that just to not only that to win the Super Bowl, then you get a, another bonus. So. Regardless, though, this is dumb. 
Yeah, sorry to our Louisiana listeners. But I can understand it, but I don't agree with it. Make your money somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Troy Tulowitzki retires from baseball and will join the Texas Longhorns baseball coaching test staff. Good for him. I like that. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, like good for that. him. I've yeah. always been a Tulo fan. More yeah. so when he was at with the Rockies because I think that was – that was his prime. I mean, yeah. well, as soon as he got traded to Toronto, he just, no. Even in the last couple years when he was with the Rockies, when they did trade him, they were mostly trading for the name at that point. Like, he was downhill, I think, as soon as he got to the Blue Jays, yeah. even before that. Yeah, but. I think the Blue Jays were looking at him as kind of a reclamation project, and it just never panned yeah. out. So, Last but not least, NCAA releases the top 25 rankings with, of course, Clemson and Alabama holding the one and two spots, um, and then our University of Texas Longhorns. Our, my, whoever else is a Longhorns fan, coming at number eight, which, again, coming from a Longhorn fan is maybe a little bit more. <clears throat> I was a little surprised by that. I was that. about to say, that's kind of high. That's, yeah. that's pretty high. People have a lot of hopes for the Longhorns, and I think kind of rightfully so in some cases. Yeah. But I... Uh, Your reputation. Reputation yeah, got you that reputation, a little bit. Tom yeah. Herman's reputation. The increases in some of the, the spots like offensive line got a lot better. Quarterback plays improved over the last couple of years, you know, but we lost some big guys. LeJordan Humphrey now plays for the Saints. Um, you know, we lost him. I, uh, coming from a Longhorn fan, I don't think we'll finish at eight. I don't know. I love my Longhorns, but I don't think we're finishing at eight. Eh. Probably finishing the I mean, team. You know, lost what two games last year, and both of them to Oklahoma. Or was it more? It was more. No, than that. I think it was more than that. I think we lost like maybe. Three. They lost to uh, you. Lost to uh, West Virginia at home too. Yeah, that's okay, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was maybe like three. That one really hurts you then. Yeah, four at most. But I think the Big Twelve is going to be a little more open than people think. Because even uh, Oklahoma is having a hard time picking their number one quarterback. Hurd still hasn't been chosen as the solid number one quarterback because they have two five star recruits under him that are really giving him a run for his money. That so. being said, y'all have Ellinger again, so, I mean, he yeah. showed promise last year, and he's got another year under his belt. He, so. Yeah, he does. And he'll have, you know, I think, in my opinion, a better rec- receiving core. I think the running back is going – because the running back last year was a true freshman, and he was great for a true freshman. So, I think we'll do all right this year, but do we finish at eight? I don't know. I think we'll maybe make, like, a New Year's Six Bowl game, though. Maybe. Uh, yeah. That'd I mean, can see that'll that. be a step up. I can see that. Yeah. Any more highlights? Not that I can think of. No. Now we had the trade deadline, obviously, but we're going to touch on that later. So we'll yeah. Yeah, we're not going to add those in the highlights for yeah. those of y'all screaming at your radios. What about the MLB? Yeah, right. <laughs> what about this, you assholes? We'll get to it. Jesus. Or we might not. It's get a to bigger it. topic, Stop so it's not me. just something we want to touch on Stop briefly. Stop yelling at me. All okay. right. NFL's here. NFL. Hall of Fame game was over on Thursday. Today is Sunday that we are recording. Yep. Denver won that game 14 to 10 over my Atlanta Falcons. It's a pretty good game, though, from what I saw. I only got to saw bits and pieces of it, but I mean, the big thing about the Hall of Fame game is like, you know, the actual Hall of Fame. Who the fuck is even playing in that game? Yeah. I mean, it's It's preseason still. Yeah. It's it's like preseason to preseason. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's it's not that important. It was good to see some guys get out there. Matt Schaub is still proving that he's not the answer to backup quarterback for the Falcons. I mean, the biggest highlight, uh, the biggest storylines from that game alone was one, Vic Fangio still coached mm-hmm. the game uh, with, with kidney stone. Kidney stone. That's ridiculous. Kidney stone. That's crazy. And Dude, by my understanding, what I understood, I what I heard, when I have a stuffy nose, right? <laughs> what I understood is he still hadn't even passed it by the time he got the game. That you called a work like, for much, much. Less, oh, dude. I know. He could have been in the middle of the third quarter and then passed a kidney stone in the middle of the game. It's ridiculous. Yeah, honestly. I mean, it, yeah. 
That guy won twice that day. <laughs> uh, yeah, he yeah. did. He did. That was a hell of a move. I bet he earned a lot of respect from the players, too. Oh, I'm sure. And then the second storyline from that game was the pass interference challenge mm-hmm. was finally used for the first time. Uh, it was on a play that Denver was uh, on defense, and uh, it was called on the field as a pass interference. They reviewed it, and the call was upheld. Mm-hmm. And when we're looking at it, I mean, there's, there's not too much there, but probably enough to be able to call pass interference. But even then, the bigger storyline is that, you know, you can find pass interference on almost any play at Pretty this much point. any play, yeah. So, you know, if you're going to review it, I feel like the calls are going to get m- – ridiculous with this pass interference thing how many times do you get to challenge it's only the you get two, two right? challenges yeah. in a game so i mean they're not they can't call on over every, and over and yeah. over again but they will run out of challenges on a play that doesn't even really matter I would in be the curious long run. halfway through the season at the end of the season what percentage of pass interference plays are called a pass interference versus how many are not and then how many are flipped from one to the other we'll start to keep track of it yeah i'm gonna start <laughs> looking at that That'll be really interesting. I'm to sure see they'll how come out with stats on that later has. too. So. Oh yeah, some nerd in a basement somewhere will absolutely. Oh yeah, that. I'll be the nerd in the basement. Honestly, oh, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, you so guys ready for another round of buy or sell? I am. I am. We're gonna oh, go I'm in the NFC about South. This one. NFC South. We'll save the best for last. Okay, so okay. let's start with the Falcons. I was gonna go with the Panthers because <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna. I don't know. Panthers are a really interesting group for me this year. Out in the NFC South, for those who don't who do not know, which is probably very little of you, are the Falcons, yeah, the Carolina Rise up, Panthers, dirty birds. the Houdat Saints, mm. <laughs> I'm not talking to you right now, okay, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are projected to win as of uh, this is USA Today, I believe this mm-hmm. is, is um, five and eleven. Do you buy or sell five wins? Anybody first. I sell. I think they're going to lose more. I do too. Um, yeah. yeah. They got rid of one of their better linemen in McCoy, uh, defensive linemen. Uh, Jameis Winston, I've never been sold on him in college and the pros. He can't keep himself in shape. He can't keep himself together. Um, I'm going to sell. I'm going to drop him down a game and go 4-12. and 4-12. and 12. Yeah. Sounds about right to me. Yeah. yeah. I'd say about 4. And because he does it's- have some mad. Like, he's a... He's an athlete enough to get the job done. Obviously, that's why he's been there. The cool thing about him is they now have Bruce Arians as a coach, and he's been known to kind of turn franchises around. I mean, he turned the Cardinals around and kind of got them to the promised land, but I don't think that he can do this with this. Uh, sure. I wouldn't say he turned the Cardinals around, but okay. They weren't that good before he got there, and then they got much, much better, and then they tanked as soon as he left. I don't think they got much, much better, but okay. They won a Super Bowl. That seems Not with to him? Be. Yeah, didn't they? No. Who did they win the Super? Who was the head coach when they won the Super Bowl? They Who? didn't win a Super Bowl with that. I don't think they won a Super Bowl at all. Are they talk- not? Who are we talking they about? They went to the Super Bowl, but that was before Bruce Arians with, was with them. I think Arians oh, was, he was still not- with Indianapolis at that time. Hold on. Sorry, who are we talking about? Look that up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm look pretty that up. sure Arians wasn't there for that. Arians has been there maybe three years, four years. We're talking about the Bucks, right? No, Cardinals. Oh. Bruce Arians was with the Cardinals. But he was just hired on for this year with the Bucks. Right. Okay. I'm curious. I very well could be wrong. Um, let's go back to. I don't recall the Cardinals ever winning a Super Bowl. Anyway, I remember them at least making it, or at least getting fucking close. Who am I thinking of then? Hold on. 
<laughs> uh, establishing so 221 years ago. Anyway, so uh, anyway, so regardless, anyways, the Bucks aren't going to be that good this year. They've no, lost their biggest, their biggest star, yeah. Gerald McCoy, and yeah, oh, no. well, they have won them, but it was a long time ago. They have won NFL championships, but it's oh, yeah? a long time ago. Okay, okay. The Carolina Panthers are predicted to win eight and eight, or sorry, go eight and eight, eight wins. Do you buy or sell eight wins? You I'll ahead. actually buy that. Uh, I think they have a tough, a somewhat tough division. Because um, I mean, you got the Saints twice, Falcons. I don't think are. I still don't think are going to be that great. Though I know the predictions show they're really high. I don't see it, but um, yeah, they just they have a lot of talent on their team. They have good defense. They have good running game, a good dual threat running back, and a good dual threat quarterback. Mm, it's just whether debatable. or not they can live up to their potential. I'm still not sold on Cam Newton. I'm not, uh, again, I'm not sold on them. That's why I think 8-8 eight and is probably no. about right for them because they're going to miss opportunities like they have right. every year. Ron Rivera is the coach over there, and he does a semi-decent job at times. I so, do like Ron Rivera, though. Also um, wish I also ran. He, I think he might be the only Hispanic head coach in the NFL. All right, I think I think so, I, I think I heard something yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, I think he's the only one. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I'm like way to wrap. Uh, for me, I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna drop him down a game too. Um, I'm going uh, probably more like seven and nine. Uh, in my opinion, Cam Newton is one of the most overrated quarterbacks. I think that his physical talent makes people believe that he is better than he is, but. He got better. He's been a more accurate passer as of late, but it's still not, in my opinion, enough. He misses pretty big passes, um, overthrows, underthrows, all different kinds of stuff. Misses open receivers. Um, you know, I sometimes think in games he might focus too much on uh, running the ball as opposed to passing it, and so he doesn't think about how to get the most out of each play sometimes. Um, I just think he's probably one of the more uh, great quarterback, though. I'm not taking anything away, but as far as what people think he should do, I think he's he's overhyped on that. Yeah. I'm going to drop him down to seven and nine. I think that you know the defense is starting to get older. Um, I do like the Gerald McCoy pickup, though the guy that uh, the Bucks dropped. Um, and of course, they have a great linebacking core with uh, Keekley, 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 Keekley. Okay, Luke yeah. So Keekley uh, again. DJ Mayo plays for him, or at least has in the past. He was a Texas State alumni. Um, so go Mayo. Um, and then I'm a huge uh, um, just fucking buffness in the backfield. Uh, Luke, he's just McCaffrey's just fucking dude. He's a hoss. I don't know if you've seen pictures of him. Oh, yeah. Dude out of Stanford. Jacked. Dude, yeah. It's insane how yeah. big this dude is. Um, can crush the ball really well out of the backfield. Runs the ball really well. Great vision. Great speed. Um, I just don't think they have the pieces. They have some pieces, but not enough. And so I'm gonna. Plus, they don't have a great receiving core. They really don't. Cam Newton doesn't have anybody to throw to. So, Greg Olson's not there anymore. So yeah, I'm I'm going seven and nine, and that's off of talent. I think if their quarterback was any less physically gifted, they go six and something, six and ten or whatever. Okay. You sold it too, right? Yeah. Oh uh, no, I bought it. I said. Oh, you bought yeah, it. He bought it. I dropped it by one game. Okay. The Who Dat New Orleans Saints. Who that? I don't know. I don't know who that is. Could you please enlighten me as to who that might be? Drew Brees and company. The team that's going to beat y'all twice this year. Oh, you guys are so confident. I like it. 
Uh, ten and six. I'm actually going to sell it. I'm going to bump them up. I think they're going eleven and five. Really? Yeah. You uh, are bumping them up. Yeah, I, I do. I think that they're a really good team. I think their defense is maybe a little more questionable than last year, um, but I do think that because of the now or never feeling that the team is getting on Drew Brees because he is getting older. At the end of the season, you did see him get a little bit slower. Um, so their defense is getting worse? You don't like Marcus Davenport? I like him. I don't <laughs> think that he's going to be the reason. Our boy, that, come on. Y'all's yeah. boy. Y'all's boy. Um, I just, I, I would I, love to get him on for an interview. If we, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I give him 11 and 5, but I don't think the defense got any better, if not maybe took a step back or two. Um, I do like the signing of. Uh, Michael, though, to the like extraordinary contract that he got, um, sixty-one million guaranteed. Um, I think it was a good spot too because if you look at how many passes that he caught over the rest of the receivers alone, not Kamara or anybody else, he had like over a hundred more catches than the rest of. Kamara's a running back though, so but yeah, but he catches out of the backfield a lot. I know he does because I had him on my fantasy receiver. last time. No, that's what I'm saying though. But if you take just the receivers. Put them together and then take Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas had like a hundred more catches than the rest of the receiving group as well. I think most of the passes went I think it was like sixty, seventy percent of the passes went to Michael Thomas. Yeah. So. Exactly. But I mean, you have one of the best receivers in the league. It's yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> that's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean and uh, one of the DeAndre... most accurate quarterbacks out there, it's gonna oh, happen. Sure. You yeah, can't no. stop that. Right. No, no, I'm not saying they do. I'm saying again, it's that makes sense. Yes. And so it's a good pickup by them. And I do give them eleven and five though. I do give them eleven and five. All right. I'll sell it as well. I, I honestly will say the same. Eleven to five. Yeah. Eleven yeah. and five. So, yeah. um, maybe twelve and four. I think they can maybe reach that high. It, it just depends if they have one of these fluke games that they lose. But I think they can. I I think they're gonna win the division. So that's right. The Dirty Birds. My Falcons. Eleven and five. We buying that or selling that? I'm selling it. I'm going uh, ten and six. We don't have a fucking run game, dude. Wow. We don't have a run game. He went down on the on the Falcons. Yeah. I, can't I love them. That. He's honest. Yeah, I love them. I, I'll give it to you. But for uh, being uh, objectively, like we have no run objectively, game. Yeah. Like you know, we have a great receiving core. I think, in my opinion, we have probably the best receiving, maybe next to to the Browns right now, the best receiving core in the league with Jones, Sanu. Um, Ridley, um, all very physical, all very power, great possession. I wish uh, Sanu would stop dropping a couple of key passes every now and again. I was about to say, I think Sanu's a little overrated. But but he's still a good possession receiver. If you need six yards, he's got it. Julio can do fucking anything on the planet. Like, he's just special. He's a slot receiver speed in the biggest receiver's body. Like, he's fucking can do it. Yeah, yeah. Julio's another one of those that are top in the league. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't feel I can trust Matt Ryan. It's not that I don't trust Matt Ryan. I don't trust our running game. I don't trust that either. Like, we, we can't fucking run the ball for shit. Ito Smith, he was terrible last year. Not terrible. He didn't do very, very Where'd well Foreman last year. Go? Foreman, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, maybe the Bears? So Coleman? Went somewhere. What about Coleman? I don't know. Yeah, all we have right now is Devontae Freeman. Because I know y'all had that Ito Smith, that uh, the tandem running back for the longest time. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I think they both left, but I can't remember yeah. where. Yeah, and okay. so yeah, ten and six. I, I can see them going eleven and five. Maybe splitting it with the uh, with the Saints, both going eleven and five. Um, 
that would be the game I think that gets flipped. But um, yeah, I think we'll go eleven and six. I think okay, it's one of those things where if the Falcons and the Saints split, I think the Falcons win the division. But if the Falcons, or but if, uh, but I do see the Saints winning now. Like if the Falcons can take one from the Saints, I think that we can win the division. But I think if yeah. the Saints take two, if the Saints Saints take two from the Falcons, who in my opinion are the biggest threat to them in this league right now, then. I don't see it happening unless there's a big upset. Which Le- we can do. Unless we can do. football happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, that's yeah. the nature of the beast, fortunately. I sell it as well. Uh, I'm dropping them even further. I think it's going to be 9-7, maybe 8-8 eight and eight even. Uh, I don't have confidence in y'all's defense. I don't have confidence, like you said, in the running game. And I don't trust Matt Ryan to be consistent throughout the season. Uh, I would like for you to just look at his stats. He showed quick. it like a couple of years. I'm just saying, just look at his stats. He has the second most passing yards in his first ten seasons, more than like Brady, Manning, and all these different kind of guys. And you told and us he's consistent. You, you told us shit. without Julio, he wouldn't be that guy. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, that's why he's been able to do it. So with Julio, I trust Matt Ryan, and Julio's <laughs> going to be there. So I trust Matt Ryan. So if you had, let's throw in. Nathan Peterman, would you trust him because you have Julio Jones? I think maybe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think Julio Jones could make him look better, honestly. But uh, that's a lost fucking cause. Oh, my God. Uh, but anyway. The worst quarterback ever. Literally ever. Um, but, no, I, I just – he doesn't have the consistency. I, I haven't seen it. Like, I know he's still a good quarterback but i, mean, I he just won don't the mvp s- too yeah but then what happened the next year he kind of fell off didn't he yeah but everybody has a fall off after an mvp i feel like no mm. not everybody mm. lots of people yeah lots but not all mm. okay but lots means more than half so he fills in with more than half not the greats in the league i didn't say he was great in the league okay <laughs> i don't have to be great in the league i mean i mean look at all the super bowl winning quarterbacks there's only like three or four great ones the rest of them were like, who the fuck is that? Oh, I don't know about that. But anyway, moving on. That'll be a conversation for another day. Fair enough. <laughs> so we have the Saints winning the division. Who do you have? You didn't give anything. Saints. USA Today has Falcons. Yeah. USA Today has the Falcons. Well, we. I mean, we. Right. Well, I have I the Falcons Saints. no matter. I'm always going to believe in the Falcons. But of course objectively, right, it's got to be the same. Rise up, dirty birds. Right. Just like the Cowboys believe that every year is their year. Every year. Literally. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Every one of them. And we're all objective, of course. <laughs> so yeah, of course. Yeah. You have the best. You have their best roster in quite a while. That's what they've been yes. saying. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, you're deep yeah. as well. There's no holes. Jason Minix keeps repeating you over and over. You look at the NFL.com's uh, top 100 players in the league. The Cowboys have the most players on that list for top 100 players, uh, and that didn't even include probably the biggest. Uh, I wonder if it anything to do with player him. to be neglected huh? from that list was Dak Prescott. He wasn't even on the top 100. Yeah, he wasn't. That doesn't bother me any, though. I know it doesn't bother you, but I, I think he I, was better than some of the ones like on there. Much like you don't believe, you don't trust Matt, I don't trust Dak. Yeah, true. Much to the same that's fine. kind of accord, you know what I'm saying? But maybe that's what the writers are looking at, or whomever made the list. Because Matt Ryan wasn't I even I think in there, there were eight players by the Cowboys on that list. How many That's Falcons fine. were on that list? Oh, I don't know. I didn't care to look. Like, I don't have to look at superstitious like <laughs> rankings to feel better about my team and how they're going to do that year. So, 
Just stats, right? Yeah, just stats. Just stats. Cold okay. hard stats. <laughs> okay. How do you, uh, while we're on the NFL, how do you feel about uh, your boy spending training camp in Cabo? Ugh. I hate it. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> a hell of a move right there, man. Go to Cabo. I mean, this goes back to that conversation we had a few weeks ago is about the holdouts. I hate it, man. It's stupid. You know, this it's toxic for the NFL. Melvin Gordon... Zeke Elliott doing it, Le'Veon Bell last Even year. Even without all the trouble, man, he's still being a distraction. And that's not good. I do like what <laughs> In the, my eyes. I like, do like what right. the Cowboys did, though, and, and that was uh, to sign Alfred Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they gave him, he called him up, said, hey, come get the training. We're going to put you in first team reps. And he's familiar with the offense. He was a two-time thousand-yard rusher. I mean, he's not going to be any Zeke, but... With that offensive line in front of him, I think he'll do. He'll pick up at least a little bit of the slack. And then you got to look at some of the some of the people they have. Like they just drafted a, a Tony Pollard, and uh, people are really opening some eyes toward him, especially like on the on special teams. But he's a good. He could be an everyday down back too as well. But that's off of what we were talking about. But. Yeah, That's I gotta defend my I gotta defend my boys, man. I, guess, <laughs> I had to ask you real quick. Yep. All right, on to the collegiate level. Out in the Pac-12, buying or selling? So SB as of SB Nation. I actually want to stop you one second. Okay. I, I want to kind of go over the playoff scenarios like we did with the NFC East. Is how many teams are making it to the playoffs? I say two. I say two. Who's winning the division? We already said right. So yeah. I said Saints. You said Falcons. How far did those two teams go? Falcons lose maybe second round. I would say Saints probably lose title game. Uh, conference title. title game. Conference title game to the uh, Cowboys. Potentially, whomever they play. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Saints and the Cowboys in the NFC Championship, and I think the Falcons get knocked out in the Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, I could see it. Who wins NFC title game? Like I said, I think it was going to be tough for the Cowboys to get past that round, but if this the Saints made any steps back, I think the Cowboys can top them because Cowboys did beat them last year in the regular season. But yeah, I th- I think I'm gonna root for my Cowboys. It's gonna be a good damn good game though, and I won't mm-hmm. I won't be surprised if the Saints make it. But we'll see. Right. I'm almost curious to see if the Cowboys do get all the way to the championship game just to see what the buzz is like. The world would explode. That's what. I'm, yeah, that'd be kind of curious. The world would to, explode. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. I wouldn't get to get married because the world would explode. <laughs> the no world reason would to ex- pay the money. <laughs> no, 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 the world will explode if it's the Cowboys and Patriots. Oh no! Well, really? I think if just the Cowboys made it. I think it. if just the Cowboys made it. I mean, because it, well, you think about it in the NFL, what two teams are the most polarizing to any fan out there? Yeah, Kev, but more than any other team in the league, Cowboys are just—you love them or hate them. Yeah, yeah. Same with the Patriots. You love them or hate them, right? But I feel like the difference in the amount of people who love to the amount of people who hate is much different. Like I feel like Patriots have a very strong hold in that Northeast market, but it doesn't really spread too too far from. But there. everybody else in the nation hates them. Yeah, I mean it'd be interesting because they just keep going and keep making. I mean, I don't, it. Yeah, but my only downside would be that Patriots are always fucking there, so it's almost like, well, no shit, they're supposed to be there. Yeah, kind of a deal. I you can't say that I hate the Cowboys, and I can't say that I love the Cowboys. Yeah, well, you're I'm just, just kinda, a fan of football. You I'm don't just even have there. Like, for me, it's more like 
Dude, every fucking year, the buzzer on this one team is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they're fucking supposed to be there, and why aren't they there? Right. It's because the guy that owns the team is the problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. He's a... Yeah. I did like what he said about... I did like his stance on the whole Zeke thing, where it's like, we don't have to do anything. Yeah. We don't have to. Yeah. Like, it'll it'll play out the way it does. You don't got to pay the guy. He's stupid, but whatever. Yeah. Because his whole take was, uh, you don't need to have this guy as you're running your back to be successful i'm like eh, you're gonna lose maybe with the way the cowboys are set up without him yeah <laughs> but you know there's only been one running back that's won the rushing title and the championship in the same year there's only been one uh who's that demarcus murray yeah i saw that the other day on cow on the yep. herd that's yeah okay. exactly there's only been one that did both question for you you can answer as well but and i'll oh, say i have oh, thanks <laughs> I guess you can answer. I have confidence saying <laughs> this internal microphone. One day, San Antonio will have an NFL team. Yes. Uh, what what do what do Cowboy fans do at that point? What do Texan fans do at that point? But anyways, Cowboys roll here. So you will get your diehards still being Cowboys fans. You will have your What's up? Uh, more casual Cowboy fans kind of shift over a little bit. I mean, you could have said the same thing about when the Houston Texans. Came, came in. I know you still had your Houston Oilers favorite, uh, faithful, who were like, our team left, blah blah blah. And we don't have anybody to root for, and then they went to the Texans. But I think it'll be similar with San Antonio. I you'll, it'll be a growing market. It's not going to start out as you're going to have this huge fan base, but it'll grow. No, oh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I got. I was thinking the other day at work. I was like, I really think we will have an NFL team at, at one point. Like. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe not in our lifetime, but maybe. We like, will be a city that has three sports yeah. eventually. Eventually. I think baseball will get here first, though. Yeah. I do agree with that. I hope so. You know, I think we would hear even before that. Not before baseball, before be hockey. I can see hockey making no. it here first. Eh. Is that here? Rugby might be coming? Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be one of those sports that nobody's really paying attention exactly, to. Yeah. It's going to be like going to a missions game, going to a you know what? Also, game, thinking about it, a, we might get an MLS team first, considering that the Spurs own SAFC. Well, they own a ho- the hockey team they too. Hockey oh no, team no too. I know. But what I'm saying is, is that SAFC has a big supporting group because of the culture of San Antonio. So there's a chance that. We get an MLS team because there's the idea that it might be supported more than... I can see that else. just because of our culture here, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, we have lots of training academies here. Like, it's a pretty big area for training to get better. And plus, remember how Juventus was coming in to put in the, the deal here? Yeah. Barcelona came a while back. Um, so I can see us getting an MLS team. I, I have a hard time believing that we're going to get an NFL team, unfortunately. I think we will. I, really I hope so. I'd love yeah, to go to a game. It'll be but. over a decade, but I do think. I we'll mean, for one. me, like I don't see any reason why the NFL. I've I've just I've read on Twitter some you know, some media guys in and uh, San Antonio saying that I think we'll be used as bait forever. Yes, I don't. Know I mean, if we'll, we'll ever be, get one. I think we'll be used as bait forever. We'll eventually get one. I, I like I said, I hope so, but I I can't see it for some reason. I think the uh, I think we'll be we're always to like held Lewis. over. T- we're always held over. Uh, Markets as a threat. Oh, we'll move yeah, to San Antonio. Exactly. But exactly. I think at some point, I think that threat becomes a reality. A reality someday. Yeah, I do too. All right, anyway. let's hop into some Pac-12, which is also like the Pac-19 at this point. Holy shit! 
Arizona State Sun Devils, Arizona Wildcats, California Golden Bears, Colorado Buffaloes, Oregon Ducks, Oregon State Beavers, California, or sorry, the Stanford Cardinals, UCLA, USC, Utah, Washington, and Washington State. Arizona State is set to win six games. Are we buying or selling six wins? Selling going more. I'm going seven. Going more. That coaching staff is excellent. Although they lost a great receiver, I think that they'll still do wonderful things with that coaching staff. You love Herm Edwards, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think Romo, some the, they just picked up somebody else, a defensive coordinator who was an NFL coach. I can't remember who. But anyway, doesn't matter. Six yeah, you're buying or selling? I'll go with him, sell, and give, make it seven. All right, same. It was in a Wildcat, six wins as well. Buying or selling? Selling, dropping it to five. Selling, dropping it to five. Okay. I'll buy that, say it's six. Yeah. Uh, for shits and gigs, I'll buy it six as well. Okay. California Golden Bears, five wins. Buy it. I'm going to buy that as well. Mm. That's six wins? Five. Five. Five? I'll sell and go six. Sell and go six? Yeah. I think they'll be a little bit better than that. Colorado Buffaloes, five wins. Sell and go six. Sell and go six. Look at you, Colorado guy. They're a good team, man, and it's hard to play in Boulder. That elevation fucks you up. Much like Utah, it's a hard place to play. And they're loud, they're rowdy, they're real stoned, and they're real drunk. So I'm going to sell it for. I was going to say the same thing. I'm selling it for. They got a good division down there in the south, Utah, UCLA, USC. You got to play a lot of good teams. Yeah. Even yeah, like you were talking about their, your favorite right there, Arizona it's their State. Like, it's not their conference. It's their non-conference games. They're going to win all their non-conference games, and then they'll be able to sneak two, maybe three in there. That's why I give them five, maybe even six. Okay. Yeah. The Mighty Ducks, eight wins. Buy it. I think I'm going to buy it, too. If I did anything, I'd sell and go up. But I'll, Yeah, I'm going to sell and go up and go nine. I've heard some good things about Oregon this year. Man. Oregon State Beavers, three wins. Fuck, I'm going to sell and go less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. They're ass. They're like the worst D1 program ever. Uh, They're pretty fucking close. They're I a terrible. Say the worst. They're pretty bad. Historically, they've always been bad. Uh, Stanford Cardinals, seven wins. I'll buy it. I'm going to buy it, too. Yeah, why not? Bye. UCLA, five wins. I'm selling the shit out of that. I think it's seven. Yeah? No. I can't say seven. I would, <laughs> I would buy it at five. If anything, go up to six. I'm buying it at five. I'm going to sell and go to six. I think, yeah. USC, seven. Buy it. No, I'm going to sell it and go six. That's what I was going to do. Because they want fucking Urban Meyer in that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sell as well. Yeah. They sell it. They get six. They make a bowl game. They win the bowl game. But that's not good enough for USC. So you get Urban Meyer in there. Kev? I said sell six. Okay. Utah, nine. Sell going to ten. Sell going to ten. Yep, me too. All right. They're a good team. They are one of the most underrated teams in all of college football. Nobody pays attention to them because they play way too late. Nobody cares about Utah. I think they'll end the season in top 15. I think they will, too. I would even say top 10. All right. Bold statements here, gentlemen. Washington, the Huskies, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Nine wins. What is Washington State, then? 
Washington and Washington State are the same place. It's no. the University of Washington. What is Washington State? Sorry. The Cougars. Oh, okay, thank yeah. you. Uh, I knew it's the same place, dude. I, I was like, no, no, it's the same place. It's, it's all right there. They have the Apple Bowl. They yeah. play against each other. I know. I'm going to buy it at 9. Uh, yeah, I'm going to buy it at 9. I'm going to buy it as well. I'll sell. I think they have the best record in the Pac-12. I think it's 11. All right. Fair enough. I think they will be definitely top 10 team. Kevin making bold bold moves here. Washington State. I think State. they'll be a top 10 team not with this year. Losses? No, oh, okay. not with this year, but next year and the year after because of all the recruiting that they just got. They got some of the best players in the nation to go there. I was looking at the recruiting class and they recruiting class. You they don't have, think any of them are going to pay any dividends this year? I not that they won't, but I think they'll be that much better next year the year after okay. when they get these new guys in. Not that the guys that they have now aren't good, but I think they're going to be that much better in a couple years. Okay. okay. Washington State, Kev. Seven wins. I'll buy that. Sell nine. Sell nine. Really? Mm-hmm. Mike Leach is a fucking madman. Yeah, that's true. He's I'm got sell. that air raid offense. He's I'm going to sell a much but go better to eight. Defense. I think that they can get nine, and I can think that they can finish in the top, top twenty, top fifteen. Okay. If I yeah, if I was going to go anywhere, but other than the seven, I would have gone up to eight. But I think they'll lose in one of the games that are unexpected. And I think they'll steal one of the games that are unexpected. Yeah. I think this okay. could be the year they beat Washington, which is why I really? still have them at nine. Okay. Like I think I think Mike Leach got a little chip on his shoulder from the past couple of years. Okay. Now that he's got his team, his core, his beliefs, his values in there. He's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's a crazy dude. He's a madman. He's a madman. <laughs> He's a madman. <laughs> On to the NBA, gentlemen. On to the NBA. Good old basketball where you throw a ball into a hoop that a lot of guys think they're good. As we're checking our phones real quick. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm, I was waiting for you to intro. You're doing a good job. Keep going. Hey, Proud of you. I'll, I'll go yeah. ahead and. Start on it. Uh, Carmelo Anthony wants another shot at the NBA. Uh, nope. Yeah. In a candid interview, oh, sorry. In a candid interview with with uh, Stephen A. Smith on First Take, he said that the news from the Rockets ten games into last season, when they told him, "Did you watch the interview by chance? Did y'all watch the interview?" I heard a little bit of it. I yeah. heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said it was. Uh, what was it? Oh man. Devastating. Yeah, did he use devastating? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think it's. I think it's a big word for him. It came as a bl- basically he was blindsided by it. Um, that they told him his services were no longer required, so he felt like he was literally fired. It's probably that's because he was. That's because pretty he was. much yeah. Nobody yeah, wants that's, him. That's, that's what you hear when you're fired. Yeah, <laughs> your services are no longer no longer yeah. required. That's tech. That, that's fired. You're you're fired, bro. Fired, fired, fired. Um, so he said it was fired, deeper than basketball. Fired, fired, fired. But still believes he can play and is accepting the fact that he can, has to take a bench role while it's still very hard for him. With Aww. all this said, should he have another shot? So humble. <laughs> it took him getting fired. Yeah, right? Okay. okay. He should have been a With bench struggling player. struggling to be on the bench. Should have been a bench player five years ago. Fuck you, dude. No. Guy you don't get a shot. Guy can't play no. defense worth a freaking damn. And his no. dump shot is not anything than what it used yeah. to be. His, yeah. No. no. He's got a shitty attitude. I no he, defense. I think he still thinks he's he in his mind. He thinks he's still the same player that he was like ten, five, ten years ago, yeah. and he's not. The only teams that'll give him a call, maybe the apparently the Hawks. Okay, the Hawks, the Cavaliers, <laughs> yeah. the 
the See, Suns. The, here, here was the thing. The teams that are going to be at the bottom of the league that want him for a veteran backup role to try to coach up their kids. Take him. His attitude is atrocious. I, I know. I wouldn't either. His his thing was out of thirty teams. You you mean to tell me out of thirty teams I can't I can't make a fifteen man roster? Nope. You could probably. No. In my mind, you could probably make a 15-man roster, but you want to win a championship. So are you willing to go to the Sacramento Kings? Are you willing to go to the fucking Detroit Pistons? or Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte mm-hmm. Hornets? Or like Orlando literally Magic. anywhere fucking that won't make the <laughs> or playoffs? Or any team in China who will pay you a stupid amount of money based on your name. See, China yeah. might actually pay him. That's what I'm saying. Just go yeah. to China. You yeah. can probably be a starter. Everybody wants to see your fucking name out there. Yeah. Go to China. I don't give a shit. You're not playing here. Yeah. Your attitude is so <laughs> shitty. Get the fuck out of here. Give your balls a tug, fucking tit fucker. <laughs> it's from a TV show. I've been watching. Letter yeah, Kenny, anybody? Bye. What? Bye, Mellow. Nobody loves you. Bye. Yeah, later, dude. <laughs> I do feel bad for the dude. I mean, I kind of feel bad for the dude. I don't. But, it, but at, at the, the same time, I at the don't. same time, it's, it's a different league. I right. mean, yeah. he's like, I know I can still play. Um, Isaiah's tuning in. <laughs> what was that? He's like, I know I can still play. Yeah, but Tim Duncan can probably still play, dude. Yeah, honestly. Dirk Nowinski can probably still play, but they said, no, nah, Vince good. Carter can still play. Yeah. Like, and is. <laughs> it is. Anyway. But the difference, the difference is the attitude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's his, got a that's his biggest attitude, drawback. Man. Honestly, that's his issue. Yeah. He feels he still should be the star on any given team, and yeah. he can't get that out of his head. And he's. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a team player. And that's why he won't ever be on another team. Speaking of building teams. Speaking of building teams. Speaking of building teams. That was a great segue. That was a great segue. Cavs GM David Griffin says, Building around LeBron James was miserable. And I quote, miserable after they won the title in 16. He cried and he knew that he wouldn't turn, uh, he wouldn't return no matter how much money was offered. Uh, later, he was cleared up on his comments on the jump. Said that uh, the constant scrutiny from the media made the process of winning now, uh, now with and around LeBron not enjoyable. So he's. I.e., he was trying to backtrack from his comments. Yeah, saying because that, he realized uh, he fucked up real good. Yeah. I, he's like, I shouldn't have said that because LeBron runs this league. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> you done fucked with the wrong trophy there. <laughs> like, he's the king of this shit. He sent out a script, a cryptive. Uh, yeah, the throne's too. been tossed yeah. around or something like that. All right, all right, enough, enough. The yeah. throne's been made ma- plus, or the throne has been played with enough. Right, ether is coming. Right, like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, ether is coming. I don't know. I can understand where the frustration might be from Griffin, because I mean, if you think about it, you look at a lot of other superstars, and they haven't really had as much say in the roster as a lot of these other guys have. You know what I'm saying? I think LeBron has been kind of a pioneer in being almost a player coach more than a lot of other guys, and as far as roster moves in particular. So I can see the frustration. You're out here trying to do your best, and then your biggest asset and arguably your biggest media mouthpiece says no, doesn't want this, is going to fight you on that. I can see the frustration for sure. You're not... I almost lost more respect when he backtracked. Like, I to your point, you have a job to do, but if LeBron James is telling you, nah, man, that ain't cool. Yeah. Like, what the, like... Then what do you, like... It's not your, it's like, to me, it's like, I know you're LeBron James, but it's not your job to tell me how to do my job. Right. You know what I mean? But you got to keep him happy. Exactly. Which is so the hard I can, part. I can imagine That's that'd be... What we were talking about a few weeks ago is about the... 
players making their own trades mm-hmm. and doing yeah. what they have to do. Mm-hmm. Players have too much power in the league, and mm-hmm. that's part of it. I mean, <laughs> you're giving LeBron what he wants. You're giving Kawhi right. what he wants. You're giving Paul on, George what he wants. I mean, it's... On top of that? I understand you need to make your stars happy, but at the same time, you have to run the team with what you know is what's best, not... You have to do your job yes. according mm-hmm. to what you think is best, not yeah. what if that's your case, player wants. If, I mean, if if we just want these players to run the team, fine, get rid of the general manager position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, get rid of the coach position. Get rid of the front office in general. Just let them go what? play pickup. <laughs> exactly. That's, half, that's, that's what half these guys want to do. That's what this league is turning level. into. Yeah. And also, if you think about it, too, I mean... With LeBron being who he is and being so beloved by so many, I mean, if anything went wrong, it's not on LeBron. It's on Griffin for Griffin. building a bad roster. Or it's on, you know, Ty Lue or it's on whomever else is the coach for not doing X, Y, and Z when you had LeBron. So, But our problem, prob- most of the problem, I think, with this is LeBron's going to David Griffin and being like, okay, I want this player and this player. Make it happen. Uh, okay, but what about the rest of the roster? We have to fill it out and be able to keep staying on the right. salary cap. And it's like, I don't care. That's your job. Right. Well, now you're putting him in a box. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I think picking up KD, or not KD, AD, is either going to be the greatest success or the worst failure of the Lakers in quite a while right it's now. It's going to handcuff them. Yeah, literally. I mean, you have no more cap space. Like, who's taking a cut? Nobody. Honestly. You know what I'm saying? You have to fill out your roster and fuck. You're not, yeah. It's literally handcuffing. Like it's, I, I like the move as far as the personnel goes. I don't like the move as far as a business decision. Like I think it's gonna be great. I think the Lakers are now relevant again. But who are you gonna That's pay what it. with after that? Yeah. You know. Once LeBron actually does start to finally regress, which mm-hmm. I think he has. A I little think he bit. started. I think the injury last year was the, the yeah. turning point. First time wonder, he's been injured in like 16 years. I wonder how much of that in sitting out is just like, I don't want to play with this team. I think a little bit. <laughs> I do. I do think a little bit of that I, also. I wouldn't blame him because that team was a mess. A it, honestly, the team is still a wreck. It is. Uh, as far as like the ownership and mm-hmm. the uh, front but again, office. But look at that. Who was getting blamed? Walton got blamed. He got booted. Magic got blamed. He got booted. I don't think Walton should have gotten booted. But I don't think so either. And Magic I don't didn't think get booted. Uh, he chose to leave. I think he chose to leave because of how much scrutiny he was getting. Like, there's well, he felt he was backstabbed. Yeah, literally by Rob Palenka and the crew. By Genie Bus. Yeah, well, it was literally everybody and crew because he was promised a role by the Bus family, and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden they come in with. Palinka has to make a decision on this, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, wait, you're second-guessing my opinion when you told me I had uh, total authority. Okay, well. Right. Yeah, I don't blame Magic for leaving one bit. The guy's a businessman. He knows how to run a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does a great job with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. No, okay. uh, I, I lost so much respect for Griffin I say the Lakers. I meant the, I meant the Dodgers. Right. No, you're good. I, but I, I, I guess I got to know who you meant. But. Yeah, because he's a part owner with the Dodgers, and yeah. he does a good job with them. So. He does. I wish Griffin would have just stuck to his guns. They'd be like, this is how I feel. Yeah. Honestly, I mean. Uh, what's it going to hurt? What's it going to hurt? I just feel it's shut up. Shut yeah. up, do your job. Yeah. 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 Do yeah. your job, make the Pelicans better now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he did. I mean, you got a lot coming back from mm-hmm. the uh, from the AD trade. And you got the you had a number Zion. one overall pick. He made a lot of trades during the draft to help bolster his roster this year. And 
set himself up for the future. So I think he's doing a good job with that job. But let the past be in the past. Shut yeah, up. True. Do your job. True. <laughs> Points made. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Hey, real quick, let's go uh, check out our friends over at Baseballism this baseball season. Uh, an all baseball-related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you like it or love it like we do, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's America's brand, the official off-the-field brand for baseball. Check them out at Baseballism.com while you're there shopping. Uh, and at the checkout line, use our promo code AASports. It's our initials, A-A-S-P-O-R-T-S, for a 15% discount off your first order. If you're not ready to order just yet, make sure to follow them on their socials. They're very active, especially on Instagram and Twitter with new releases every week. They just released some new shirts as well. Um, I'm still waiting for them to, to make some jeans. But go check them out, <laughs> baseballism.com. They also have some stores out, uh, for all of our listeners out in um, uh, Cooperstown, New York, Chicago, Boston. Uh, they're opening up a store in Irving, uh, Arlington. We need to go do another Arlington show. True. <laughs> I'd love to be there this time, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they went to Houston anytime soon, too. Um, but oh, yeah, please. They gotta, oh, please. Right? I want to be there for the grand opening for that one. <laughs> right? And then uh, they, I know they got a store in Atlanta as well. So check them out, baseballism.com, and uh, use our coupon code A. Hotlanta. 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 Speaking of Hotlanta. They actually took the Rangers, Chris Martin. They did. They did. They did. They but you did. know what? I think that was a really smart, smart move by the Rangers. I do, too. And it, it's not because they got rid of Martin, but because they got a million dollars back in the international mm-hmm. bonus pool. And they are going to, gonna with that, huge. they are sign able to uh, sign uh, the, what was it, the fourth-ranked international prospect or yeah. something Bayern like that? Bayern something. Yeah. Bayern. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, those international waters, they are... They are teaming, teaming with a lot That's of talent. So, like that, well, yep. that's SAT word right there. Teaming, <laughs> SAT word of the right. book of the day. Teaming. <laughs> that's your SAT word. What was the uh, our uh, AA sports word of the day? Oh yeah. Oh shit. I can't remember. <laughs> you thought of one? No. The for the dictionary, you mean? <clears throat> Talk about the dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We need to think of them. Maybe we'll just do an SAT word of the day. We'll do a double nah. A SAT word. We'll nah, I like the dictionary we'll use better. big words. I don't want to like educate myself because the dictionary is when we when we run into words. So. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's organic. Yeah. That's organic. You know, so we'll we'll stick with that. What did we have though? It was Hunter Pence. Um, Inreplaceable. In, 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 Inreplaceable. 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 Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, the MLB trade line was July thirty first, and for those that missed it, don't worry, we got you covered. Trevor Bauer went to the Reds. In exchange for I don't know who, it was a three trade, uh, three team trade. He went to the Reds. You had uh, Yasiel Puig uh, going back to the Indians. Indians. You had their number one prospect tra- Taylor Trammell going to the Padres, and the Padres sent Framil Reyes to the um, to the Indians as well, as well as another player as well. I don't remember, but uh, basically. The Padres got Taylor Trammell, uh, number one outfield prospect from the Reds, mm-hmm. and the Reds got Trevor Bauer, and then the Cleveland Indians got a, got a, package, and a package of players, of four different yeah. players, I think, from the two different teams. Yeah. I think that was a good move by them. The last time the Indians? Yes. I think the last time the Indians had a power-hitting 
right fielder. He well, they got themselves named, two good promising outfields. He had a god named Jobu. Because <laughs> the same way. <laughs> he had a god named Jobu. <laughs> uh, Framel Reyes the same much. way. They also picked up a left-handed reliever, I think, in that trade. So, um, I like the trade for Cleveland. Uh, outside of the fact that they gave up their best pitcher, which I think kind of hurts their chances in the playoffs, but it helps their overall depth. Right. Um, I think a lot of it's going to a lot of their chances are going to come down to whether or not Corey Kluber comes back healthy from the injured list. Uh, if Cookie Carrasco comes back from his uh, leukemia. Right. And uh, and then if their other pitchers can step up as well. But I, I don't see it happening. But they've been doing good lately, so we'll see. Let's talk about unfair. The Houston Astros are once again unfair. What the fuck, dude? I don't know about unfair. Maybe they're just better than everybody else. No, that's called unfair. <laughs> I think we're just better, but okay, we'll see. Um, you have Justin Verlander, Garrett Cole, and Zach Granke. Yeah. And yeah. then Aaron Sanchez on top of that, who, by the way, just fucking with combined and his other pitching staff. Oh, yeah. They threw a combined no-hitter last night. Now, on that one, I'll, t- I'll tell you this much. I think it, what was unfair about that trade, I think that was the biggest steal of the deadline. Yeah. Getting Aaron Sanchez, getting a, a be a genie, getting an outfield prospect from them as well for a for one outfield prospect from the Astros. That has to be the steal of the of the deadline. Like literally right at the deadline. Like literally. Yes. Yeah. I think that is going to be the biggest impact of the trade deadline. Yeah, Zach Greinke is great, but actually having that depth. For what little they gave up for him, and I mean Aaron Sanchez is just called little. You gave up like three, three or four prospects, didn't you? Top prospects for 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 Grinky, yes. Yeah, for Aaron Sanchez, you didn't. Oh, okay. Aaron Sanchez, Joe Biagini, you got three players back, two of them major league talents, for one minor league prospect that is really okay. He's got good speed. Doesn't hasn't shown too much else in the major leagues. He's not even a prospect anymore because he has too much major league playing time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible by the Astros. But um, Did you just punch your ticket to the World Series? Yes. Yeah. I think so. And I yes. think... I, Come on. I still got the Yankees. No, 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 no. no. I yeah. think the Yankees <clears throat> dug their grave by not doing anything. I still have they the did absolutely nothing at the trade deadline. Yeah, you but telling once they're, me they're all healthy, they've been playing with a Triple A club all once year. Once they're all healthy, they yeah. haven't been healthy all season. What makes you think they're going to be healthy now? Because if you're healthy, if you're you tell me at the who end. just got hurt yesterday. Cool. So this is why I didn't want to jump <laughs> in this conversation because he was going to start yelling. In my opinion, I still have the Yankees winning. I think they're going to pull it out. I think that they're going to get healthier why? down the stretch. Okay. And I think that the pitching staff is going to do just enough. But I think that they can compete with and outpower the Astros on their level as well. I just no. I think that the Yankees are going to I think I got the Yankees on this one. Now granted I wish they would have done something at the trade line they didn't. Um but I still I still have the Yankees on this one. I think they just get healthy and I think they're going to I mean what the Yankees are 71 and 39 and the Astros are 73 and 40 and okay. one team has been injured all year long. You're counting on them to get healthy though. Fuck, even apparently if they're not healthy, they're still just as good. 
So I can see them. I mean, if you're playing with a AAA team, essentially, and you're playing just as well, if not better. The Astros are also. You're also playing against the depleted American League East. The Astros were also not playing with a complete work with a complete team for a while now. And neither have the Yankees. And they're still. I don't know. I, I I just I think that I think that the Yankees will surprise a lot of people in the playoffs this season. I really do. Okay, I don't see it. I don't see it because I don't say they. I don't think they have the rotation. You tell me who their four starters are going to be. Pull them up. Are you really going to count on Luis Severino, who hasn't pitched a single inning all season? I don't know, but Booney's guys are fucking savages at the plate. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah, I did (laughs) love that. I did love that. (laughs) That was amazing. And I tell you what, I think Aaron Boone should win a Manager of the Year. I do think he should win American League Manager of the Year for the way he's kept the Yankees as relevant as he has. But I don't see it. I don't see there as good. Because like I said, that East division is garbage. Baltimore, Toronto, both are going to be close or way over 100 losses this year. Uh, Boston, the champions, they're outside of the playoff picture right now. They are not doing very well. Which is super surprising. It is. Like that, that probably their pitching is my biggest storyline. Their pitching has been awful. Garbage. And then Just garbage. Tampa Bay, I think, has overperformed this year. I do, too. You had Tampa Bay winning. They're seven and a half back. I <laughs> did, too, at first, because I was really impressed with how they kept it going, but they've kind of fallen off. Right. I also think the um, Texas Rangers are going to win the World Series. Shoot me. <laughs> okay, chance. you're believing in them like I do my Cowboys every year, huh? If you look at the starter ERA for the Yankees, it has gotten progressively worse every single month by about a run each month. It started at three, four, five, and six the past four months. I, I don't see it getting better. There's, I don't see any relief coming for them. They needed a starter in that rotation to revitalize that club, and they didn't get it. That's fair. You don't think the Minnesota Twins come out of nowhere and make the World Series? I think they have a better shot than the Yankees. That's fair. Same. Now the Yankees will make the playoffs. They oh, will yeah, win for their, sure. They yeah. will win their division. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Yeah, that's not a question. That's not. They will lose. Will they be in the in, in the ALCS? Is the question. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Because I think they will have home field advantage over Minnesota. And I don't think Minnesota can take them on in New York. I think that lineup for New York will be too much for the Minnesota Twins uh, pitching staff. So you think it'll be the Yankees and Twins in the divisional round and the uh, Astros and whoever comes out of the wild card? Yeah, because I think the Astros are going to have the best record by the way they're playing. And uh, they will play the winner of the wild card round, which will be Tampa Bay or I think Oakland. Yeah, Oakland's been killing it lately. I'm sorry, not Tampa Bay, Cleveland or Oakland. And Oakland just picked up a couple of good guys too. They they acquired a Tanner Rourke uh, mm-hmm. from the Reds. They picked up Homer um, Bailey right a few weeks ago. Yep. A couple weeks ago. Yep. They also picked up Homer Bailey too. So I think that uh, in a second deal between the two teams, the A's get left hander Jake Diekman for two prospects, and they also got Homer Bailey. Yeah, that's right. They got Diekman too. Mm-hmm. Like the that's A's a, made that's some a moves. Big one. That's a big yeah, one. Yeah, the A's made some good moves. I think they're going to be. They addressed what they needed to. Oh yeah, for sure. But one With, of the thing I think is most interesting maybe not about big pieces, this, but the prospect for prospect trade between yeah. the Diamondbacks and the Marlins. That one was interesting. Yeah, uh, that I think tripped me up a little bit. The uh, Marlins are hoping they didn't give away another uh, another star and got uh, 
got the Lewis Brinson two back. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, they make like the worst trades. So July 31st yeah. trades are usually done in uh, intermediate fixed fashion. Um, but this one had the Marlins and the D-backs make a trade of prospects. That's all about the future for both. Zach Gallen is headed to Arizona for a shortstop prospect, uh, Jazz Chisholm. Uh, Chisholm uh, uh, Gallen has been very good with a 2.72 ERA in his seven major league starts so far. Um, and doesn't say much about uh, Chisholm, but I found that to be... Uh, Chisholm is supposed to be trade. one of the better shortstop prospects mm-hmm. who the uh, Marlins are really hoping to build up so they can get better offense. They have a plethora of pitching talent in their minor league system. Also, speaking of the Twins. And they're trying to take advantage of that. The Twins got right-handed reliever Sergio Romo plus prospect. Yeah, Chris Sergio Villamont. Romo? Yeah, the Twins got Sergio Romo. What? Yeah, but Romo's not anything like he used to be. No, he's not, but... Still a good pickup, though. Still, it's a good pickup. Yeah. Solid. It's a solid arm. Let me ask you guys. Do you That'll have, be one that they picked up that won't make the postseason roster. Yeah. Kev, do you have a? Do you have any kind of a problem with when the trade deadline is? Do, sorry, when the trade trade deadline is. And when I say when, I mean at three o'clock in the afternoon, hours before a game. Oh, I don't care about that. I don't care about the time of day. I think it maybe should be a couple weeks later now. I think it should be August 15th. Why August 15th? Because the beautiful thing about what it was last year and the previous years before that was that you had that buffer. You had that waiver trade deadline on August 31st. So those teams that were still trying to figure out, am I going to be a seller? Am I going to be a buyer? They're going to have a little, couple more weeks to really figure out, do I still have a shot? I think that's what created this very slow moving market this year is you have so many teams on the bubble that they're thinking that am i going to be competitive are we going to not be competitive well i don't want to throw away the season because it's not fair to our fans and i think that's what created the market that we saw this year is if it wasn't for the grinky deal by the astros the biggest deal of this of the season would have been I guess the Bauer trade, or maybe even the Stroman trade, and that's not actually the condus- Stroman trade ban. That wasn't really conducive for a a very active that didn't market. Make sense for me. Blue the Jays? Stroman one? No, that made no sense. Like, you, like Brody Van Wagenen does not know what he's doing. No, he is he not a GM. He is an agent. No. Yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. doing a good job. And that whole organization is just gonna because everybody and oh, 30! and oh. <laughs> Because everybody, everybody thought that this was going to turn. Okay, we brought in Stroman. Now we're going to trade a uh, Cindergarten or, or trade Wheeler. It was stupid for them not to trade Wheeler. That is stupid. The guy's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. What the hell are you going to do with him? Whatever you're not going to win do. this year. Well, Mets are, dude. The Mets are trash. They've been trash. They gave up their fourth and their sixth ranked pitching prospects. I just want to sit in a room <laughs> with him and just be like. What are you doing? What the fuck are you guys up to? <laughs> yes, dude. Every single one of those baseball like, analysts out there is saying, "What's going?" On? None of them know what he was doing. All right, so like, what? Nobody knew what he What's was doing. What's in that noggin ears there, big guy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, big fella, spill the beans. <laughs> what the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> That'd be so interesting, dude. I want to hear an thoughts. interview with this guy, and somebody just ask him that at the end of the season, yeah. like, "What were you doing?" Hey, big fella. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what was your plan? What you, you are doing there? Once they finish the season, 
15 games out of the playoffs. Guess you wished for a brain what and didn't happened? get one. <laughs> you and the fucking Dorothy crew are having a hard time there. Goddamn. I didn't know who was the scarecrow. Goddamn. Biggest loser of the trade deadline. Mets, in my opinion, by far. No, I'll take that back. I think the Yankees are the biggest loser because they didn't do anything. I was going to say that, too. I think the Blue Jays. Why? Why? I just don't understand what they did. I don't get it, in my opinion. The Blue Jays? Yeah. I don't quite understand. I don't feel like they... In my opinion, I don't think they really added the pieces that they needed to add to be good later or even now. Really? I got the Mets two and four best prospects. Yeah. But my point is you already have... Because you have to wait... What, three to five years? You traded off a pitcher who you don't think is going to be good, who hasn't been good all season, lost 13. Uh, I think my thing is I like Marcus Stroman. <laughs> Stroman's been good. I like him. And so, because he was with the Blue Jays. I'm not crazy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and he won, like, the World Baseball Classic. Not Correct. one, but, like, he was a fucking monster right. in the World Baseball Classic. Like, I've all, I think I've just always liked him, so my brand is like, why the fuck? Why would you get rid of him? Right. Why would you get rid of him? That doesn't make sense. Like, you're going to. Is he one of your 10 best pitchers? That he fucking <laughs> might be. He fucking might be. Over Scherzer? Maybe. <laughs> you don't know, man. Over 30 and 0. Wow. 30 and 0. <laughs> anyway. You know who's the biggest fucking loser, though? Well, it's actually I'll get to that later. It's my go favorite. Go ahead. It's my favorite thing of the week. Go, oh. go ahead. I'll get to it later. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shane Bieber was a pitcher for the Indians. Okay. Have you seen this already? I think so. So this is my favorite thing of the week. Shane Bieber is a pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. On his tops card, on the back of his tops card, it says, Justin, as in Justin Bieber. And he has to wear a shirt during the recognition where the players can wear whatever they want in the back. It says, not Justin. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> so Tops then replied back to him. He goes, "Is it too late to say sorry?" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's my he's the biggest loser of the trade deadline. I didn't see that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't call that trade deadline, but that, yeah, That's he's the my biggest, favorite. <laughs> biggest loser in baseball at that point. Then his <laughs> shirt says "Not Justin." <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's my favorite thing of the week. So, going back to the trade deadline, what were you think was the biggest? impact trade of the of the deadline um i already told you mine i think it was the aaron sanchez and yeah i mean in the actually no i'm gonna go the with the joe a's. <clears throat> i'm gonna go with the a's picking up uh both uh Roark? deekman and Roark. i think that they fucking solidified a lot of what and homer bailey is which never do you think is more impactful for them though probably deekman in my opinion deekman? okay yeah i mean i think you think that's gonna affect the playoff race more so because, I mean, the, 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 the Astros were already going to get there. They were already going to do really well. Like, right. we knew that already. Um, even without Sanchez and even without Grinky, I think they still could make the, the, the World Series, like, not a problem. But I do think that this makes the A's a much more competitive team okay. and that they could cause a bigger stir than, you know I, what I'm saying? I can agree with that. I think it pulled him... At least into it definitely put them into a wild card spot. Yeah, for sure. I think if they haven't already solidified it, I think. And I think it gives them a good chance to win the wild card mm -hmm. game as well. Yeah, as do I. That was kind of mine. What'd you get? And I think it will be Deekman that makes that impact in that mm -hmm. game because Roark's not going to start that game. Same, and that's exactly. And I think 
currently the way their rotation lines up, it'll be fires. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and he's a fucking monster. I was he's happy the range inconsistent, is- but okay. Go ahead. I would, aside from the obvious Granky to the Astros, that just you basically. Oh well, yeah, that's too. There you go. World Series again. Um, I was happy the Rangers didn't do anything. I was. I'm just in. I'm my, glad they did the little thing that they did. Yeah, yeah. Get the yeah. international money. They didn't. I'm glad we didn't get rid of Mike Weiner. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when I asked you, like, do you have a problem with the trade deadline at three, at like three o'clock in the afternoon? Like in my mind. I know these guys are professional athletes and they have to be prepared for pretty much anything. But you have a deadline and this guy, the Mike Miner, has talked over and over about how it was annoying, how he made it sound like he didn't want to leave. Like he he literally said, I, it feels like I just signed to get, to get traded. Like in, in, when you have the trade deadline at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the day before the game that he, or not sorry, the day of the game that he's supposed to pitch, imagine what he was feeling. Imagine what he's going that through. That could be any time. I mean, it is what it like, is. That yeah. could literally Grinke be any time. literally anytime. was pitching that day and was pitching yeah. against the Yankees. Yeah. but yeah. Still went out there, struck out seven of them in five innings before a rain delay, and then he got traded. He did. Yeah. He did, yeah. So I, I, These I, guys got to be professionals going out there. They yeah. know it is a business. Yeah. And that's a part about of their, their business. Feelings. That's the big thing. <laughs> like, it's in no <laughs> other business do you just get <laughs> traded like that. But anyway. It's yeah. a business. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And I like the 3 p.m deadline because it makes it more interesting for me because i can just pay attention to it during the day if you're at midnight well maybe too late i may be asleep right you know this is putting it front and center in front of everybody everybody's going to be paying attention to it i love it what if you added like sooner at noon or like 11 59 or whatever i don't think it matters dude i think six of one half dozen of the other doesn't think matters no i like the 3 p.m because i mean you it helps for the whole nation because you think 3 p.m. for us it's 4 o'clock on the east That's coast true. Yeah, but it's true. also 1 o'clock on the on the yeah. west coast I think it's a good time so I don't know why they started at 3 but it's not mad at it it's a very random time yeah it does seem a little random for yeah. sure though literally it's like oh let's do it at like I don't know <clears throat> 3 and do like 245 257 alright cool 257 cool. I tell you what when 3 o'clock came around I was so pissed. I thought the Astros hadn't done a damn thing. And then it came out like right. 10, 12 minutes later right. that they got Grinky. And I was, You're welcome. In fact, the first time I heard about it was from Anthony You're welcome. <laughs> like you made the trade. <laughs> but no, he, he I got the news Maybe from I him because I was. How do, you know I, how, how do you know I didn't? Were you there? Were you in the office with Anthony and the Astros? I kept uh, refreshing ESPN. I kept refreshing uh, MLB.com. And I told on how, yet. dude. Hey. But it was that. I'm just saying. Have you ever, you know. Seen them One thing in the I same needed. room at the same time. I might have made a trip to Houston. You don't know. I was like, you didn't see him. You didn't see him when it was happening. So, I told Reed and I told Len how, hey, Granky's still on the board. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Right. Fucking okay. sign him. Sign. Fucking. Oh, hey, Anthony said we got to sign Granky. Do you want to so. be? Cool. Un- hey, Let's I want to do up. this then. Do you want to be unfair? What was the name of the players that they traded? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> he didn't have to make that part of the deal. All he had to do was pick the name. He picked the name he wanted. They got rid of who they needed to. Yeah, all I knew was happened. four tops prospects. That's yeah. all I knew. That's all he knew. He said, you know what? Oh, give we him, got four really good guys in the minors right now? Okay, I won't even ask the names. Him. What were the ranks? Send them. Again, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. He didn't have to make that choice. <laughs> doesn't matter. His choice was Granky and Sanchez. Figure it out. And figure they it figured out. it out. So <laughs> They got to figure it out, and they're going to yeah. beat the Yankees now. Exactly. Yes, they're going to beat the Yankees. Seven games or six games, Kev? Or less? Six now, I think. Six? 
Wow, it's a bold move. I would have said that series would have gone seven before the move. Fair enough. All right, Boyles. Favorite thing of the week. I'll be honest. I do not have anything. Make All it right. up. Come on. Let's go. It's like I had Bieber. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. I have the Astros no hitter. to be that fucking guy. <laughs> I have the Astros no hitter yesterday. I have to do it. I yeah. mean, it, it's that was just so freaking cool having two players make their Astros debut for the uh, 12th no hitter in Astros history, the 14th combined no hitter in Major League history. Uh, Aaron Sanchez was the first player in Major League history to make his debut with the team after the deadline and throw six no-hit innings. First team, uh, first player ever to do that. I thought that was just amazing. And the fact that this guy went, <coughs> had lost 13 consecutive decisions in a row before this, hasn't won a game since April 27th, and he comes in and pitches in a no-hitter? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That just speaks to the Astros pitching staff. That's baseball. I love the Astros pitching staff, man. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I'm not even talking about the actual players. I'm talking about the coaches. The way they can coach up these players and just get the most out of them. Charlie we get Morton. it. You're good. No! I am going to keep talking on this. I don't care if you're Rangers fans. <laughs> but if you got good coaching staff, you're going you're gonna to do good. So. I'll, I'll leave it alone. I'll just let them go have on. at it. I'm like, yeah, go, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, do that. Yeah. I already told mine the Bieber. Okay. <laughs> That's my Minor, favorite thing of the week. Mike Miner says a Ranger. That's my favorite thing. Okay. I was, I was, I was hoping they wouldn't trade him. Not a bad one. So. Yeah, I'm kind of really glad that they kept him, honestly. I feel like that would have been ridiculous to get rid of him. Like, who the fuck would we have gotten in the first place? Yeah. And he's going to help us next year, too. So, yeah. fuck it. Probably not going to be our number one starter again. But Two tiers in a bucket. Yep. Mother, mother, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that? No. Two tears in a bucket? Never mind. Yeah. All righty. Thank you to Baseballism. Thank you to Brother. And thank you to Hanging Oak Studio. I'm not going to say take care of yourself because that's his line. I've changed mine. Yeah? Yeah. All right. We'll see if it's... Go uh, Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. If you can't be good at it, name it after me. <laughs> That's my new outro. <clears throat> Peace. <laughs> I'm out of here. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Be good to yourselves. Be good to others. Be excellent to each other. There you go. All right, Bill and Ted. Take care, family. Take care of yourself. Be smart. <laughs> that's a that's a tall task <laughs> for me. Have some common sense. Oh, dude. Over Unless you're oh, na- yeah. God. Oh, for two. Don't tuck your phone into your shirt, into your pocket. Because <laughs> you'll break your shit. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> all right. Anyway, that's all I got. Peace. Yeah, take care, guys. Later. Baseballism is a lifestyle apparel brand inspired by America's pastime, specializing in premium apparel and glove and leather accessories for men, women, and children. Visit baseballism.com and use coupon code AA Sports for a 15% discount on your next order. Not ready to order today? Follow Baseballism on Instagram to stay connected. Baseballism is America's brand.